WrestleMania, but nonetheless, that is neither here nor there. Welcome, everyone, to the 143rd episode of the Kings of the Rings podcast, the WrestleMania Hangover. Holy shit. And what a hangover it is. It was a lot of wrestling between the Rant Gala, G1, NXT, uh, fucking what else did we do? WrestleMania itself, Ricky went to Raw and SmackDown. Also, a midnight wrestling event in Jersey. And a midnight wrestling event in Jersey with Hornswoggle versus uh, Scott Steiner. Um, I was going to have a lot of train of thought. Uh, WrestleMania was absolutely incredible. We're going to get to everything we had to talk about. Uh, if you want to hear a review on NXT and G1, Bret Hart Tech, um, Enzo and Cass, all that is on our Patreon. $1 will get you into that Patreon, our glorious chat. $3 gets you monthly shows, and $5 gets you Wrestle Wars, along with everything else early access to everything we come and go. KOTR underscore podcasts all across social media. It's me, it's me, it's Willie T, T's Thomas, A-R-A-S-H, United Kingdom champion, Walter. Ricky, what's up, buddy? Oh, I'm glad you have your voice back. Um, <laughs> I go, bro, yeah. Uh, I, oh my God, my, my feet are killing me. Um, I've, I have blown so much money on the Royal Bank of Rosé, uh, but yet I am still here afloat and still going. It is King Ricky of the Kings of the Rings podcast, social media ambassador, kids, your underscore podcast, um, your general manager, your co-general manager of WrestleLife Radio, and your champion of the Red Gala. Now Shout do out. a split. Yeah. Uh, maybe in my heyday. Um, the champion of uh, the Red Gala. Shout out to my team, Rose Royalty. Which included Double F Double C, Jeff Palmaccio, and JC Bones on the fourth wall WrestleCast. Uh, but you can find me personally on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all those good shits at Ambassador Biggs, B I G Z, Ambassador Biggs. Honestly, I know it was my hometown. I mean, that was my home state, whatever, home area. Uh, but I don't think I've had a better time this week than, 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 than this New York, New Jersey WrestleMania. It, it, it was fantastic. It, it was top to bottom, hands down, amazing. A big thank you to Ants, Ran with Ant, Philium, Issa, uh, the Fourth Wall Tailgate, all those guys. Um, fourth Wall Tailgate Jeff, was was great. It was amazing. Uh, more beer than I can handle. Um, <laughs> and and a shout out to Nate for not murdering me in my sleep and for him staying at my place for a few days. Uh, it was a great time, Nate. Great to meet you. Great to meet everyone. See everyone again. The wrestling family. It's real. Access was incredible. Uh, G1 was incredible. Shout out to the Vazes. Yeah. Shout out to Johnny and Michelle the Vazes, the family members who we met, who Dave and I met at WrestleMania 33, came and tailgated with us on WrestleMania 35. Yep. So, shout out so to my buddy Furtis from, uh, from Hofstra, Furtis, and uh, I think his name's Freddie, the other guy. I forget his name. I always forget that guy's name, but it's fine. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We came in second place in trivia, which I thought we had no business being. Uh, we lost by one yeah. point. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to Kate Murphy of the Valkyrie. Oh, definitely Kate Murphy. Kate Murphy. Oh, I love Kate Murphy. My God, my queen bee. Uh, but guys, oh, we'll, oh, 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 we're gonna Nikki. get into. That's fine. She's mad at me anyway. 
quote unquote. She's kayfabe mad at me. Uh, we're gonna get into all of that. Our stories at Access, our stories at WrestleCon, who we met, who we didn't meet, and everything in between. WrestleMania, the card breakdown, Raw, SmackDown. It's gonna be a long one, so buckle up. Yeah. And get. It's gonna ready. be a real long show. I apologize in advance. And we will be right back. Enjoy the ad. That's not a fourth wall tailgate. What up, Ooses? This is Double F, Double C, Jeff Pomaccio at 52 Points of Art, the host of Not Your Mama Soap Opera and Not Underscore Opera, where we showcase the entertainment side of professional wrestling. Can't wait to connect with all my Ooses Wednesdays on the Wrestle Addicts Radio. That's at A-D-D-I-C-T-W-R-E-S-T-L-E. Can't wait to connect with you all. Have a good one. This is war. Ricky, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be with the voice that I have right now. Uh, shout out to Allison who said she's heard w- worst lost voices. Uh, Allison of McMahon's Pub. It's an odd uh, compliment. Of... Well, no, because she was she was like, "How are you?" And I was like, "My, I feel like my voice is sad." She's like, "I've heard worse." I was like, "Thank you, Allison, for making me feel better. I'll take another glass of rosé." And which is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> she had the bottle ready for you. Um... She did actually. I think I killed. I killed close to two. Damn. While I was there. So let's start with the rant gala. It's a gala. light day for me. Let's start with the rant gala. It was incredible. Fantastic. It was so much fun. Um, the, the the debate, which we got our ass kicked, me, Dave, and um, Mance. Mance. But, you know. The, Who's the, his birthday, by the way? Happy birthday, Mance. Happy birthday, Mance. Uh, it was it was a it was a valiant effort, but you guys did deserve the crown. Ricky, you looked absolutely phenomenal with your baby face and your amazing suit. Yeah, I haven't been clean shaven in over over two years, um, and it showed by when I actually posted that photo on Instagram. I think it's still getting likes Ooh, <laughs> at the moment. Maybe one and like it's getting likes from people who I didn't know still follow me, who I haven't talked to in years. I was like you still follow me? <laughs> who are you? Who? Yeah, wait. Oh, I'm. All right, I'll follow you back real quick. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was great. It was a great time. The it was, fun. was it was it was the backdrop with the red carpet. Um and and Ant's, <laughs> yeah. Ant's gold jacket. If you guys can get the city on Twitch, find the video somewhere. We had some good debates Twitch, in there. Uh twitch.tv backslash RWA World. Ant's jacket was great. My overall outfit was better than anybody there. Uh you guys tried debating that Snooky was a better guest than Mike Tyson. I know, we still kinda of, we still won. I don't think he won that one though. Who knows? I didn't look at the scorecards. Yeah, I didn't either. Issa and Phil were just writing 30 and 0 like it was no one's business. <laughs> it was three categories, 10 points each. Why there's no 25s in there? It's the Bret Hart scale, guys. Come on. 27 for everything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that... I, I, I tried to break it down as easy as possible for them. Mm-hmm. But that was great. That was a great way to kick off. And then the next day, uh, we had Access in the Rain. Access was a lot better this year. Last year was I, – I enjoyed last year's Access more because it was my first one. I got to look around at everything. I got to see Biff Busick. Um, but this one was more <laughs> was more spread out. Um, the food trucks were there. Those donuts were 10 out of 10. Oh, my God, those donuts. You know what it was? The, the I mean, it was, wasn't the ideal venue. It was, you know. It was the opposite was, of ideal. It was the opposite of ideal. The climate control was kind of piss poor from time to time. Um, and... You had to. They had to do something to make it seem connected because there's two separate buildings that they held access in, and they had to make it seem connected. And they made it seem connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also cool because not only was it connected, it was they made separate rooms. 
because access usually is in a giant convention hall and there's not really separate rooms in this place in Brooklyn Cruise Terminal they were actually able to create separate rooms which made it which which made it easier to navigate mm-hmm. you're like oh I'm in room one or I'm in the access arena oh I'm in the legends hall you know you kind of know where people are gonna be at uh, what I thought what what I thought was also cool as well was that in previous years when previous access was that um, every superstar that was appearing had their own uh, had like, their own like separate table, booth. like table booth stage whatever yeah and it was one person where you'd get an autograph and a photo this year it's changed a little. Now it's three of them at a time, and you can do a pro photo with three superstars at a time. You know, three separate photos, but all in one line. Mm-hmm. You're in your route. Yeah, you're in your route, and that photo they give you a seat. You can download it to your to your um, computer to your phone at your leisure. No autographs, just picture. It's a it's a quick meet and greet. Yep. And a picture, and then they still have a traditional autograph line. But the autograph line again has three superstars, and you gotta wait where, forever. Yeah, where you gotta you gotta do autographs, picture, autograph, picture, autograph, picture, and that one, you know, moves a little bit slower than just a pro photo. And for me, autographs are nice, and I was big on getting autographs, and I, and I went in there with the goal of I want to get autographs. But as it progressed, I was bigger on. Let me meet these guys. Let me talk to them. Mm-hmm. Let me get a picture with them. Be be bad as it may for maybe thirty seconds. Let me have a conversation with these people that I idolize. Ricky Steamboat's hands, dude. I'll, I'll never forget his his hands. So soft. The fact they're so well, the, soft. The fact that we were able to meet Sting and Ricky Steamboat in the same access session mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Crazy. Lana, beautiful as ever. Zelina Vega didn't smile on my photo. It was very upsetting. Did you see it? Go on, go on Instagram and take a look at that photo. She's just she's not smiling. She looks like she's very unhappy to see me. Maybe she thought I was Dave. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Zelina. Um, well, I made a connection with Zelina because she's we're both we're both from uh, the great state of New York. Uh, she's from Queens. I'm from Nassau County. So we kind of had a connection. Like, oh, what town are you from? Where you grow up at? So the cool. I got to I got to do a two sweet picture with Sting, mm-hmm. which is like which is, blows my mind. Curtis Axel made it. That's what she said. Joke. It was terrific. You know, I got to do the Catch Point logo with Drew Gulak, which was nuts. Um, Lana, which is crazy. Like Lana, this is one of the hottest female acts in wrestling for like two years running. <laughs> you know, and then just just to be there, meet with her, like just. Take a picture, freaking um, EC three could have been couldn't have been nicer. You know, it's it's just crazy to be up close and personal, and that's what access should be about. Like they're saying, this is WrestleMania access. They literally gave you access to mm-hmm. their superstars. Yep, the World's Collide tournament's going on. We saw um, we saw the we saw the uh, the video game battle, the, the video, video game challenge. Yeah. AJ Styles showed up. Oh my, yeah, AJ Styles out of nowhere. And cut a promo on the Gold Voice, dude. Dude, that Gold Voice, uh, we, we were on the mm-hmm. shuttle going back and forth. Though. That Gold Voice guy ended up beating AJ Styles in like five minutes, not even. Did, did kicked he? Kicked his ass. He kicked his ass. That's Holy the first shit. thing I asked Nate when I said that. I'm like, how'd that guy do? He's like, oh, he beat AJ like real quickly. Wow. Million maybe bucks. AJ phoned, maybe AJ phoned it in. Um, also, the thing that was interesting as well is that Access was in a, was on the edge of, was on the edge of Brooklyn at the pier terminal. 
in Red Hook. There is no, um, there were no, there is no actually subways uh, that get you directly to that terminal. The subways are a block away in a place that's yep. not called Red Hook. Um, it, is, it is in Red Hook. No, no, but the subways are not in Red oh, Hook. Oh, right. Or you could or you could have taken the ferry. Or you could have taken the ferry. So WWE did a smart thing. They partnered with Lyft, number one, and said, if you want to take a Lyft there from the Barclays Center, we'll give you a code, gives you 15% off. If you don't want to do that or don't have a Lyft or something, or you have people who are, you know, obviously, uh, we have a lot of wheelchair, they have a lot of wheelchair accessible fans or handicapped fans. Um, they provided shuttle buses all day long for everybody from Barclays. From Barclays to Access and back. Um, and these were coach, these, these weren't like, you know, school, these weren't cheese buses. These were coach bus, coach buses, company seats, outlets in every seat. Um, they made sure that, and once they got going, you were in and out, in and out. It was, and it was, I thought that was the right thing for them to do. It was very well done by WWE. Great, good for them for thinking ahead it, and yeah. planning, like actually putting effort into planning how to do this correctly. Yeah, it was the best that could have happened. It wasn't perfect, but it's New, no. York, it's New York City. You can't expect perfection all the time, especially when you're commuting. Yeah. Uh, we got but, to NXT right on time. So I yeah, they dropped, they dropped us off right back to NXT right on time. It was great. I even think the selection of food trucks was great as well. Yeah, that mac and cheese, bangerang. Empanadas. The empanadas were also delicious. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, guys. Do not put meat in mac and cheese. Sauce, hot sauce, maybe. Meat, chicken, beef, bacon, nope. Flat. Yeah, it was great. We had Rom Schemberger art print tees. I bought four of. Yeah, that uh, I'm looking at that Oscar one right now in the Macho Man over here in my corner. Uh, great purchase. I was looking for. I I came in because when I first walked in, the first thing I wanted to do was just look around and get a scope for where everything is. And the first thing I well, first thing I looked for was food. Uh, and the second thing I looked for was Schemberger's posters and. I found them right next to each other. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had Rob Schemberger there doing his own new mural, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, it was like I said, it was, it was spaced out. Some people didn't like it, which is understandable because the autograph line was that much longer. But I think it was I didn't, great. I didn't like the the uh, the big table because you couldn't really get a good picture with them. Like you, you had no, to lean that, over that a table. A, that what that to me I believe that is a bit of an issue. They should have maybe separate tables with some space in between, mm-hmm. you know, or even have a separate line for each person. Yeah, or something like that. Or they'll they they keep on in, innovating it and improving it. I but like I said, the pro photo idea I think is something that it should not um, shy away from. It's different because you get a very very good photo. It's sure it's it's with their fucking logos and everything, but it's a you can cut yeah. that out. It's a great photo. It's a very professional photography with the, with the fucking white psych, not the white it's psych, a, the, the backdrop. Pretty much, it's it's a it's like a VIP meet and greet without paying a VIP price. Yeah, and it's just this in and out, quick, 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 quick. In and out, good. Have a conversation, cool. Yeah. And the cool thing a part of a cool thing about it is, um, a lot of the time for most for for a good amount, you can do your own poses with the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like, we had this one girl who did a, a prom photo with Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, that was Kate did that. Kate Murphy? No, no, no. Oh. Someone else who was who was in front of us wanted to do a prom photo with Shinsuke. And Shinsuke was like, all right. All right. Like, they, 
Like the wrestlers, like you have to think about it. these wrestlers are there for half the session, so it's like two hours. Mm-hmm. It's you know going through lines and lines of people, endless at people, some, endless people. At some point, you gotta mix it up. And like after the the first, after the first session that I went to, because I went to three sessions. After the first session, I'm like you know what? If I'm gonna keep on doing these photos, I'm gonna have as much fun with it as I can. Like if I'm having fun, they're gonna have fun too. Like, when I did the Lucha House party, they had pinatas. Like, hey, can I use your pinatas in the photo? And you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> Go for it, bro. <laughs> exactly. Then, 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 then there's, like, me, which is like, oh, hi, how are you? Like, just saying hi <laughs> and, like, nice to meet you, that's enough for me. I got, that's, that's, that's all I need. It's plenty. <laughs> you know? it, it's, it's, yeah, it's awesome. But, like, the, the talk, like, I talked about tattoos with Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It, it was pretty cool. I, you know, I, um... I talked about where we were from with Zelina Vega. Like that's cool shit to talk about with people. There's yeah. some. There's something for everybody. So access was a great time. Uh, let's bump phenomenal. Up, let's bump over to WrestleCon because WrestleCon is a little bit different. You got to pay for the photos, which is so annoying. Which I'm yeah, but they're not under one brand. They're all kind of selling themselves. Yeah, but in that which, case, like a, a ticket for itself shouldn't be so. Well, no, it's only like thirty bucks. But yeah, I get it. I get it, and I chose to go there. Last year, I liked WrestleCon more, I think. This year, I liked Access more. Yeah, last year's WrestleCon, I did not. I enjoyed, but I didn't enjoy because it was in one room. It was crowded. You're bumping into each other all the time. This year, I think they had a great venue, the New York, the Midtown Hilton. Yep, three floors. Three floors, spaced out. You never felt crowded. You know, and everybody had a good time. Um... I think the prices this year for access were a lot more reasonable. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, especially especially for, photo for New York. And, yeah, so, and especially for photo and autograph opportunities. Yeah. Um, Taylor like, tried to last... upsell me and I told him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk to your idols like that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, as I'll ask, he's like, I'll just do a photo. How much for a photo? He's like, 20 bucks. So he's like, I'll just do a photo. He's like, sure, you don't want to do a, 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 an autograph to it? It's just, no, it's 40 bucks. I'm like, it's not a sale. Like, it's. <laughs> like, no, Teddy, I'm good. It's okay. Yeah, but you know, it, it it's cool. In wrestling, the wrestling fandom experience is so much different than, than a lot of other fandoms. Because a lot of the times, like you said it a ton of times on, on our shows, never meet, your, never meet your heroes. But in wrestling, I can feel like, yeah, meet them. Because they're just like you. Yeah, they're fans. You know? They, they, they're fans. Well, they got into the business because most of the time they were fans it wasn't be not many people be like i'm gonna be a professional wrestler like that's not something that you see a career day mm-hmm. no <laughs> you know not typically it's something that you, yeah it's something that you learn that you stumble upon more often than not and then you get hooked and that's that's a story for a lot of people and and it's cool and like wrestlecon's interesting because like you get to like you see hall of famers walking around for no reason and you have no idea who's there and they make a joke on virgil it's great <laughs> stop waiting to go to Virgil let's go (laughs) we're not waiting for Virgil (laughs) fuck him yeah Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter put me in the Cobra Clutch Uh, Vampiro I was like Vampiro that's a great photo by the way I told Vampiro he's like like, is he selling it (laughs) I'm like yeah bro Uh, I told Vampiro I spent my last $20 on him he's like oh thanks bro I appreciate it (laughs) I got a picture with Santino yeah MVP was really cool Shane Douglas, so I, 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 last year I had the mission to get Godfather on my book. This year the mission was to get Shane Douglas. Mission accomplished. Mm. I told him, I was like, listen, Shane, I am, I am currently watching, like, you were in 1996 and you were one of the greatest heels of all time. 
and he's like, <laughs> it's very weird to see because he's such a douchebag on TV. But he's like, he's such like, like a gruff talking asshole, like Vince. He's doing his best Vince impression. But in yeah. real life, he's such a soft spoken, kind, small man. It's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it was great. Lillian, uh, Lillian. So I, I, I'm I, mad I, did this, I miss Lillian I did this, Garcia. I did this a lot um, at Access. Like, she's like, who's taking a photo? I was like, oh, my phone's in my pocket. Sorry. Like, oh, my fucking dumbass. And she just goes, no, don't you ever call yourself that again. You're perfect. I was like, oh my God, thanks, Lillian. <laughs> made my day i told her she was the most underrated um like part of the women's evolution I'm like you don't get enough credit lillian she does it in, in hindsight i feel like she should have been the announcer for the main event but that's just me hmm. yeah probably if there's anyone to do it i i feel like she deserved that moment to announce three women in the in the wrestlemania main event did mm-hmm. the, the call was fine with the announcing of the of the of the females were fine, but I think it should have been balls of all female, like female ref, female announcer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I and I think Lillian Lillian would have it would have been nice to see Lillian in that position. Yeah. After all she's done. And even when she even though she's not working for them anymore, she came back and announced the women's battle royal. Mm-hmm. You know, she whenever they call, she's she's never said no that we know about. She came back to Evolution. She came back for Evolution. That's correct. So, I I just think it would have been nice to have her in that position instead of Mike Rome. Nothing against Mike Rome; he was fine, but I think it should have been Lillian. Yeah. Oh well, hindsight's twenty twenty. WrestleCon was crazy, even though I was only there for a little bit. Um, but like meeting Vicky Guerrero, even though we've met Vicky Guerrero before, but she's still. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet. She's just, she's like, she's just, a, she's the sweet aunt. She's Auntie Vicky. Yeah, she's Aunt Vicky. She's, Aunt Vicky. <laughs> she's, she's the best. I had some dreams come true. I got to meet Trish and Lita. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I got Gail Kim is a fox. Fox, absolute fox. I showed, my... I showed my friend a picture of Gail Kim. She's like, he's like, holy hell, who is that? I'm like, yo, she's like forty. <laughs> um, my favorite, my favorite picture is getting a picture of Victoria. Mm-hmm. Who decided she wanted to choke me out, which is hysterical. Um, Victoria, like a, a lot of the indie stars and former WWE people, they're just they're really just down to earth, just chill ass people. The boogeyman doing business as the boogeyman, like in costume, like <laughs> talking about money. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, always and... like, God damn it! <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. Uh, Caitlin was there. Oh my God! What a what a gem! What a gem! And the MVP and then, oh. was there. He was really cool. Um, I'm trying to take a picture with Caitlyn. She gets interrupted by Tessa Blanchard because they're fucking friends. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is amazing. <laughs> Did we have to take a picture for like Gail Kim and all of like the TNA girls? They were there. Uh, Angela Love and Madison uh, Velvet Sky were there earlier, but you missed them. The beautiful people, yeah. The beautiful people were there. Um, I, I, I talked down the price from Gail Kim. It was supposed to be 20 bucks. I paid 15 Because you were broke. I, I told her I, I told her I spent my last twenty dollars on vampiros because nothing was under twenty dollars. I had fifteen dollars left, so I spent. Yeah. It. Um, just what a good time, and then we we stayed for the Eddie Guerrero uh, pencil. Yeah. Oh, oh well, I'll get them next time. While while I struggled to secure my actual mania tickets. Yeah. Did they did they show up to the tailgate? By the way. They did not. They ran late, which sucks. Damn. Well, let's talk about the tailgate. The tailgate was great. Yeah, I mean they they they. It was more well thought out than ours was. 
Yo, we had more food though. That's the important thing. We did have more food. And it comes up to me and like, yo, can you guys like run a tailgate always? You guys have more food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they, they, those guys. Um, they did, did trivia. They had cornhole. I wanted to have cornhole, but we couldn't get it. Um, they had pillowcases. Yeah, the pillows. Fourth wall so guys. Mad. If you guys don't listen to fourth wall, you're doing yourself a disservice. Those those guys are like, as a core group of guys, are just the most incredible wrestling fans you'll ever meet. Johnny yeah, Bones just... is like a, is the man. When, <laughs> I, big... when I grow up, I want to be Johnny Bones. I'm a big doc. Doc House is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. They had cornhole. We had food. We had so much beer. Um, so much beer. That that highlight beer was it took me over the edge. <laughs> so oh, that IPA. Yeah. Um, so much beer. We had music playing. We had a tent. They had their own like sign made, which was great. Kate Murphy was there. It was amazing. Kate Murphy was <laughs> there. Um, we had wrestling trivia, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. The Parable people, they picked the perfect spot right by one of the entranceways to the uh, to MetLife. They put the sign out there. There was a porta potty within walking distance. Mm-hmm. There was its own garbage within walking distance. Yep. Like. Perfect placement, right, right by the fence. Everybody saw that, us coming in. That's what that's what happens when you get there early. Yeah, I mean, I was there. I was there a half hour before doors opened. Mm. Um, I brought my friend Charles, who went to WrestleMania alone on his first his first WrestleMania experience, and he told me he goes, "I'm having the time of my life, and I haven't even gone into WrestleMania yet." Yep. And that's the sign of a great tailgate. Yep. So two shade of fourth wall. Um, next yeah. time we'll do a conjoined one, and we'll pick the best of both worlds and. Mash them together. Put them together. It's um, I, I actually, I'm really interested to know how much money they raised. Like they they raised a crap ton of money. Yeah, we raised what five hundred, something like that. At Evolution, think, they, yeah, they probably doubled that. They probably beat us. Um, and we we even have people from other tailgates who said they got kicked out of a tailgate, and they decided to come to ours. Yeah. Cool man, wrestling fans, wrestling brings people together, and yeah. it, it went off without a hitch. You know, everyone was nice, everyone was excited. Um, great conversations. Charles needs his own podcast. I'm going to say it until he gets one. Um, <laughs> you mad, bro? You, come on, dude. We need a third mic. It's it's like I gave him a card. It's going to be amazing. Um, so the tailgate was great. Uh, let, let's talk about Mania. Alexa Bliss kicking it off. Fucking Hulk Hogan, dude. That was great. It was really funny because... I've never seen so many hypocrites in my life. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a shocker. Yeah, with the, uh, I mean, I, I get, I mean, what Hulk Hogan said is not anything that I hadn't heard from other people that were, you know, not even a quarter of his popularity. In a private conversation, too. In a private conversation, so. But I get when your private conversation becomes public, you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. I mean, my only gripe was that his blatant racism was the thing that almost um, did not allow us to get the Velveteen Dream. Because he's the one that pretty much got he, kicked yeah, off he's, the top one, of he's the one who buried him. Yeah, but you, you yeah, he could just he could have just not seen it. Yeah, I don't think I, mean, I don't think it's fair to say it's because of race. I it, I believe it was because of race. If you look at back at that season, he was the he was the most naturally gifted talent out of anybody on that on that show. No well, hindsight. Well, no, I knew it then while I was watching it. No, I didn't watch it, so I can't say that. That's right. <laughs> All right, so I'll, but, I'll take it for, I'll take your word for it. WrestleMania in of itself, um. It was one of those things where, uh, like I said, in our in our preview show, I was like, "This card on paper looks safe, and that's the best thing about it because it's a safe card, 
which means they can take risk and it'll pay off. Yeah, last last year we said um, on it's paper the greatest, card, the on greatest paper. card of all time. This year, okay. First question: Was this mania better than the last one? Not not yes. the experience, not the experience. Just as a card, as a show, as an event, was it better? Yes. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm also gonna say yes because we got this. Like we say, WrestleMania is not for us; it's for the casual. But the marks got. Everything they wanted. Everything. Usos, yeah. re- Usos retained. Iconics won. The fucking... Uh, well, the pre-show. Um, the tag titles. Kurt Hogan Hog- is like Ryder. Kofi won. Yeah. Seth won. Becky won. Roman won. Carmella won. Yeah. Carmella won. Like, this was the... Samoa Joe won in a squash, but Samoa Joe won. Yeah. The Marks <laughs> got everything they wanted. Every single match was exactly what the Marks wanted. So you say Vince McMahon doesn't listen... Pay attention, boys. He's listening. He's listening. But also, you also got to think about this, too. Especially after what happened the night before, you got to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it, it even though it looked like it was planned out from the beginning, you still got to do something mm-hmm. to make sure, like, it's at that point, like, especially after the Enzo and Cass attack, I was like, oh, it's damage control now. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything is damage control. Um, But... The the WrestleMania, this is one of the best, I will say this, because I told everybody this, and I'm going to stick to this, it's the best WrestleMania I've ever attended. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, The overall experience of WrestleMania, I think, was better for me last year. It was your first time. My first one, incredible seats, and so many crazy things happened. But there is, looking back, there's going to be so much history in this. We had Cena come, the Thugonomics come back. We had Batista's yeah. last match. We had Kurt Angle's last match. Say, say what you want about it. We had the women's main event. We had the Becky. We had the first African-American champion. This is yeah. it's, this is one of the most historic WrestleManias. Absolutely. And the it Pyro, was, it, dude. The py- They went above and beyond with the Pyro. And we got, we got Charlotte with a with a classic Ric Flair entrance. It was confusing. But, no, because you know what it was? Like... I, I, I every, every, well, oh, of course, because, you know, they did it during a show because the helicopter flew over like two or three times. Now I, was, I yeah. noticed, I was like, what is this helicopter doing? They were filming Charlotte. Yeah. It was great. Loved it. Silent profiling. So let's, let's, let's start to kick off. I, you know, I said to Nate, um, over the weekend, like, what's the first match going to be? I was like, I think the best spot for this first match is the Kofi match. Um, right title. Pretty show. No, 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 no. We're skipping the You're pre-show. Talking about main show. Main, main show. Skipping the. I mean, I, I, I do want to hype on the pre-show. I, I, Tony Nese one. You can talk about Tony Nese. You're Long Island boy. Yeah, well, I mean, also you have that. You have, you have, you have hometown people winning. Yeah. In a Tony Nese, Long Island. Uh, Zach Ryder, Long Island. Kurt Hawkins, Queens. You had a home. The hometown curse was not here. You know that's that's a that's a huge thing. That they, like the hometown person never wins, no matter what stage it is. Um, I think there was four matches on the pre-show, which was cool. However, like, people are just leaving the tailgate and getting in. Mm-hmm. And because we're all on the road, like, oh, we're not going to start a match until at least maybe the second hour. They started within 20 minutes of the pre-show starting to do a first match. And unfortunately, it was Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy, and they put on a hell of a match. I just mm-hmm. watched it today because I, Dave and I were online inside the club level Getting food. Let me tell you. Let me let's do an offshoot about the club level. So Dave and I were in the EY Coaches Club, so we didn't go up any stairs. We just walked right in. 
However, that club level is the same level, same ground level as the, everything in production and all the wrestlers. So getting into the club took a little bit of time because they had to stop if somebody walked by. Like we had to, they didn't let us in because AJ Styles walked one way and Bobby Lashley walked the other way. Right. You know, um, but it was cool to see. They're like, okay, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop. <laughs> you know, but that area was awesome. Um, and then Dave and I are getting online. And by the way, the best food of the of any arena that we went to goes to MetLife Stadium, by the way. I didn't their, eat it. <laughs> their, their food was fantastic. Um, but Dave and I are online, and all of a sudden we hear, here's your winner and new champion. Tony's were like, wait, they started already? Damn. Like, it felt like a lot. But you know what? They also had opened the gates about an hour before, um, yeah, before so the pre show. Yeah, people were filling in. So when you look at the pre-show as compared to years past, that the especially around the ring, they're full because they gave enough time for people to get in, mm -hmm. which again, very smart. It was like also the, the people who are gonna be there. Oh, sorry, that that match, the people who care about that match are the first people gonna be in there. So it's a good right place for that match because the right people are gonna see it. Yeah, and so it was, I just thought I just thought the cruiserweights could have ended the pre-show mm. instead of based Ron. on. Based, yeah, based on the match because the match was the match was fantastic. Yeah. You know, um, but the pre-show overall I think was good. It was very well paced. Two matches per hour with with rotating guests on the pre-show panel, which was cool mm -hmm. to see. Yep. Um, and then they, it kicked off well. Then we got to the to the main event. I mean the main the main show. Uh, Yolanda Adams singing "America the Beautiful," which was again big. breathtaking. Yeah, so, like uh, uh, astonishing, <laughs> like. Because people are like, who are Yolanda Adams? And then, they, and then I was like, guys, Yolanda Adams amazing. People were like, what? And then they announced their resume to like four-time Grammy Award winning. And I want to be like, told you. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible yeah, she voice. Sang, she sang a great, yeah, she sang a great America the Beautiful with an entire gospel choir behind her. Um, the, the helicopters hovering over at the end was, I thought, was, was amazing. Um... The int the the intro video to that mania was perfect. Oh, it was this. It was let's go. It was. It was. We're and here you know and we're ready and we're doing this. And it was like you know what it was. It was classic Manhattan style, like font and lighting and everything. It was a very big homage to like Roaring Twenties and classic New York. What do you think of the set? Loved it. The big the big pillars. And the over the set or be over stage everything the whole the whole nine yards. Um, how about, Perfect. What about, what about what about the side entrance on the ramp? For time wise, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's, it's like oh okay, we know who the big stars are. Yeah, but for but for time wise, it makes sense. Yeah, it's fun. You know, you you kind of some people have to suffer. Unfortunately, at when, first, you, when you have 16, 17 people on a card, you gotta go. Yeah. Like not everybody can make a grand entrance. At first, I didn't like the stage because it was just a giant TV. Look, um, at, look back at the playback. I do. I yeah. I I, I on the jumbotron. I was like, okay, I, I see it. I need I need to watch back on TV. But like, look at last year's a giant mask. The year before the roller coaster. The year before that, like they've always done something huge. What do you? The year before that was a giant star. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas because it was the Cowboys. Right, right, a giant right. star. But like they always did something different and unique. This one was just like. 
It's a giant TV. But, like, the sun, th- there was no sun, first of all. But by the time the match started, it was already dark. And the so light, that lighting looked The, the lighting, it, this looked phenomenal. The whole stadium just was light, lit up, and it was it was great. Paul Heyman came down. Well, after Hulk came out, because you have Alexa Bliss who says, I'm hosting the show. A media moment can happen whenever I want. Don't believe me. Snap my fingers. Here comes Hulk. And people are just like, what's going on? But Hulk and Alexa are flexing together, which is adorable as hell, by the way. It is. She, she, looked, like she Alexa... looks so happy. She, she was so happy. <laughs> um, and then out of nowhere, you see Paul Heyman just stumbling down. And at that point, I'm sitting with Dave, and I'm just like, what is going on? Because mm-hmm. now, now I'm totally like I'm totally bought in. You're ready to go. Like, You're in the moment. I'm, I'm totally bought in, and I'm just like, what's happening? Like, this match is, I was like, it's happening now? Like, this is happening now. <laughs> and Paul Heyman's like, yep, we're not the main event. Let's get our shit and get out of here. And it works. It worked it phenomenally. Works. You know, I, I, I was telling Nate, oh, I always said that. I think the Kofi should have been first. No, no, no. This, this was the right call to have this first. Get it out of the way. And yeah. start off happy. Start off the crowd hot. That crowd was red hot for Lesnar and Seth. It was quick. The beatdown was great. Three suplexes, three stomps. Yeah. One, two, three. I thought it was a great match. It was a great, great story. It is short, sweet, to the point. Yeah, and that was the one that we all thought Seth might have not won. And Seth won, we, it, I was just like, no way. I was like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah, someone's losing. Someone's I, was, losing. I was just, uh-oh. Which I think, was, I think Vince knew that. He knew people would think that. Yeah. And so there's no way. There's no way because they blew their load. Like the, these big moments. You you were saying on the show weeks ago when we had our arguments that you can't have these big moments. You just go, why not? It's the perfect oh, yeah. place to do it. Just yeah, why so, not? Yeah, why not have them all? <laughs> yeah. Because you, you got to save one for something. Like it's just, it, was yeah. too, it was too much, but it, it worked beautifully. It set the all tone. Match placement. Yeah. Peaks. The, the, the way you describe this match placement was peaks and vowels. You had three peaks that you had to get to, you know, and you start off with Seth. It kind of goes down, but still stays pretty thin. But you got to get high up again. And that's when Kofi hit. Then it went. It went drastically down after Kofi. It but did. that's <laughs> but that but, <laughs> but that, that's that's also by design because yeah, the crowd was gassed. Absolutely gassed. And then and then you got to get. Back up, get back up, get back up, get back up to this historical main event. Which is great. Next match was uh, AJ Orton, which got hijacked because the crowd half the crowd couldn't see. Very unfortunate. Which is not which is not anything on um on the crowd's fault. Like the crowd was not trying to deliberately hijack the match. Yeah. We'll put it that way. The crowd was just saying we can't see turn the light off, which was legitimate mm-hmm. because they couldn't see. And W had so much goddamn lights, like, okay, which one is it? <laughs> exactly. Let's find this fucker. Like, if you look around, they add they add more lights to the arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking, oh. I was like, Matt Light doesn't have this many lights. They definitely brought these <laughs> in. Yeah, they add more lights to the arena, so it was it was difficult and it sucked because, I mean, I got a chance to, look at the, to watch the entire match. It was a damn good match. Yeah. It just got lost in the fact that half the arena they couldn't, couldn't see. see. It's just, it's unfortunate. I'm surprised it didn't happen with the Brock match. Um, I'm surprised too. But I was like, why didn't this happen earlier? But I mean, it is what it is. AJ Orton, 
solid match. AJ won. I thought Orton was going to win, but AJ won. What was after that? Fuck, I don't even know, dude. There's so many matches. Was it the? Let's go to the Usos then. The the, the, the four way tag match. It was the Usos. Everyone thought Alistair and Ricochet was going to win. I'm like, no. First of all, they're in this match to highlight their skills. The bars in this match to take the pin. Well, my my idea was I was like, they're not going to let them lose the tag t- three tag titles in a week. But it doesn't hurt them though. Now it doesn't. But I like the call. I like the call because. The Usos deserve a main roster, a main roster WrestleMania win, and they have never gotten it because they had to job out to the Bludgeon Brothers last year in a shit which, match. In a shit match that went after that went right after Charlotte and Oscar. Um, in a in a rushed shit match, and I thought they deserved so much better. Which they got. They got more time. They all did their stuff, and it was uh, it was a good match. It was a their was, hoodies were amazing too. By the yeah, way, yeah. Oh, I love the Usos. They're they and are the most underrated, greatest tag team of all time. Next to the hardest, not that the hardest beat them on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I do want to highlight that they gave the Usos a proper entrance, which again was deserved of them, especially as champions. Uh, the bar did not get the bar got a half-ass entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the third team? Alistair and Ricochet. No, uh, no, uh, Shinsuke and Rusev got a half. Got a half uh, ramp entrance, but they gave Alistair and Ricochet the their ramp. proper, the full ramp proper entrances to their mania, which is huge. If you think about this, it says it gives it says this is the confidence we have in you guys. Yeah, no, it's a huge thing. But also, if you think about Ricochet, in less than two years, went from NXT and Alistair Black, well, Alistair Black went along with Ricochet, and NXT went from NXT. To WrestleMania in less than two years. That's a lot of confidence to have in one person. He deserves it, man. He does things no other man can do. People from NXT that just got their same WrestleMania appearance as Ricochet, who have been there twice as long. Samoa Joe just got his first WrestleMania entrance and appearance at the same time as Ricochet. That's that's nuts. You know, but they, they have a lot of favorite Ricochet, and they should. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of favorite Aleister Black. And they should. It's not like these guys did not deserve their spots. They did. They got called up on a whim when they're like, oh, we're going to use NXT call-ups. And these two guys have outperformed the rest of the NXT call-ups so far. They, they weren't supposed to be a tag team. They just kind of fell into it, and it worked, and they, and they went with it. Again, and they the, the, the theme of this year's WrestleMania, organic storytelling yeah just except, except shana miss but we will we will get, in, we will get into that <laughs> oh match shana miss shana miss was the second one actually that was that it was, was shana miss and then the usos whatever we'll get into shana miss after the break i'm gonna take a quick break um right. enjoy this break promo yay Woo. we'll be back what up fam it's your boy jc bones of the fourth wall wrestlecast and you are listening to wrestle addict radio shana mac in miz first of all i loved the the black jersey, the away jersey, if you will, <laughs> um, and making him do the the entrance a few times. That here come the money on the top, in the middle, and in the ring. It was just like yeah. Yeah, you're such a dick, Shane. <laughs> such a dick, <laughs> uh, Mister Miz. Chance that you know the, the match. It was what it was. It was pretty quick. Falls kind of anywhere. You knew something crazy was going to happen. It, it was, you know, it was a crazy match because of a lot of stuff. You had Mr. Miz actually get in the ring, which I thought was pretty cool. 
protects and cocoons himself. And then you have the Miz in a very natural way go to defend his father. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, yeah, he attacked him and like and and if you think about it, if you were it will, if you were in the same position and someone was going after your dad like that, you probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Even if it was Shane, yeah. well, especially if it's Shane McMahon, because I could probably beat Shane McMahon's ass. I guess <laughs> no, I think but... the craziest spot in that was also when, when, when the Miz pushed like knocked Shane over, and he bumped off of a golf cart and then hit the floor. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ow!" Like, "Ow!" <laughs> yeah, I was going "Ow" a lot during WrestleMania. Like uh, the risk these guys took was was unreal throwing them off the pillars uh into the pillars the giant led pillars yeah going up t- towards the into this into the crowd like a lot of crazy shit then i didn't think they were gonna do that spot because um of the tv tower the camera tower i'm like that's a good yeah. place to do it you can see we saw the spot there but i thought that was just tv stuff like they they, they, they hid the spot very very well yeah because it, it makes it look like a natural TV setup. Mm-hmm. I mean, and no one's going to know. I work in TV and it fooled me. Yeah. And they were climbing the thing and you're just like, no. No way. And then you see like the open end on the other side. And that camera, the I, I don't know what camera they used for it. It might have been the sky cam. But the sky cam of Shane's kind of looking at Miz like, don't knock me over, don't knock me over. And so the camera's behind Miz, and it's looking down. So all you really see is, like, a black abyss. Mm-hmm. And, like, an open like an open end of that tower. And it makes it makes the... It makes the height of, of that drop look so much bigger. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect camera angle. It wasn't that tall, but it was, it was tall. It's, like, 15 feet. No, it feet. was pretty tall. 15, 20 feet in the air. Um, the, the suplex... The, but the best part, man, Shane got the win. The suplex, yeah, the suplex was crazy, because everybody, like everybody, stood up and was like, "Oh my god, like what happened?" Because they suplexed and they disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, they disappeared, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, Shane's on top of Miz. One, two, three, great finish. Fantastic. Because Miz, Miz got the rub. He got the big moment. Shane, yeah. gets, Shane gets the win. Heat. Yeah, Miz wasn't around this uh, this week. Yeah, we'll sell the injury, man. Also, we have the shake up coming up next week. Also true. So, but it was, it was like, it was a match that I didn't think would be as good as it was. It was a match I was excited for. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what what were they going to do? They had, they had the reign to be creative in a way. It wasn't disappointing. You, you, it, got, it got exactly what they sold. Like um, I said, safe match. And they were able to do what they needed to do because... They were. It was safe because they were no. They are known, um, good performers. Mm-hmm. The stage wasn't too big for them because they'd been there before. Mm-hmm. Good performers, decent wrestlers. Yeah. So a te- you're not going to get an AJ Orton technical match. They needed the stipulation. It was perfect. Yeah. So what we got and next? Oh, women's, um, women's tag. Let's talk about them. Women's tag. Great moments there. Uh, you had the Divas of Doom. Come out. To um, come out as the Hart Foundation in their gear. Oh, Bret Hart was on the top. Huh? The Bret Hart came on the stage too. They came out to Bret's and, music. Well, well, they they came out the their separate music. But mm-hmm. what I did notice until Bret came out was that they came out dressed as the Hart Foundation. Mm-hmm. And then Bret came out and gave them, which was a good nod, which I thought was very nice, um, especially after 
everything that had happened like 24 hours before. Yeah, give him the um, pop. I think Brett got a Brett got a well deserved pop as he should because he's fucking Brett the Hitman Hart. I don't cheer Brett Hart, but I cheer to Brett Hart. Yeah, um, and I thought that was nice. Uh, the Iconics have a new theme. Do they? Well, because when when they've they uh, well, it's it's the same theme as actually Billy Kay's theme. Mm. Um. But but now they, they did a remix of it, hmm. and so right before the music hits, you hear iconic. Oh right, and, yeah, that wasn't there until Mania. It was great. They they came out as Maleficent villains, which I thought was really cool. Um, because apparently I, I was reading Billy Kay's Instagram. She wanted to come out as The Rock. It was like an homage <laughs> to The Rock, but she's like she like she loves Maleficent, mm-hmm. and so she came out as a Maleficent villain. Um. Who else in the match? You had obviously Bailey. For some reason, Bailey's uh wacky wavy inflatable arm pulling didn't work. This happens every year. They had ED, man. <laughs> I was like, that's when I was like, damn, they're not gonna win. I was, um, I was, I was surprised I lost. I was very surprised. Peyton Royce came in as Eddie Guerrero with Eddie like flames and stuff. Really? Well, that, it's so Eddie Guerrero. See from up there. It's Eddie. It was Eddie Guerrero like gear. Uh, who was the Who was the fourth tag team? <coughs> I don't remember. There's too many of them. Divas of Doom. Nia Jackson, Tamina. Nia Jackson, whatever. Um, <laughs> they, they 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 did what they needed to do. Um, the match is all about obviously Beth Phoenix, so she can still go, and Beth Phoenix can still wrestle. Oh yeah. You know she oh, can yeah. still go. Sasha and Bailey showing that they were good, and they were good. Tamina and Nia being those powerhouses, and the Iconics being opportunistic heels. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened. Um, Beth did a, and not a lot of people noticed it in my section. Um, Beth went for the super glam slam mm-hmm. on Bailey, which, by the way, hit flawlessly. Mm-hmm. As soon as she raised up, um, there was a blind tag, and I called it for some reason. I just noticed it was like blind tag. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't notice the tag <laughs> until the replay. Not many people noticed the tag because it was so quick. Um, well, that's also, that's also genius in positioning and storytelling too. Mm-hmm. Absolute genius. Um, hit the super glam slam. All of a sudden, um, Peyton Royce knocks out, um, Beth Phoenix out of the ring. Billy Kay gets the, uh, gets the pin and they won. And the place was like, what? I was like, you know, what? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. Because they, they, they po- haven't really built the iconics for other than like, remember the uh, the the Royal Rumble, they were just jobbers. They were the first ones eliminated. Like these. No, these, the Royal Rumble, they weren't the jobbers. They were they were the ones where Peyton Royce or Billy Kay wouldn't come in until Peyton Royce. Oh, that was it. <laughs> until no, Peyton Royce came in. It was the Battle Royal where they were coming down talking trash. Oh, it was Evolution, right? They were talking trash. It was Evolution. Ones, yeah. So like these these women really haven't been built properly. They've just been annoying. I mean, last on the mic. year. Yeah, but they're funny as fuck. Yeah, they're great. But I, I, that, that's what I mean. But like, it was just out of nowhere left field. You have these brand but new titles on your two biggest stars in women's division, and they drop. But they're they're the only proper tag team of anybody in that division. Yeah, it's it's just surprising that you have Sasha and Bailey lose at WrestleMania. You know what it was? Because I, I talked about this with Dave. I was like, it is a total and complete reset. Hmm. It was which, it was a it was a WrestleMania reset. Which, to be honest with you, they kind of needed. Yeah, it's also interesting because you know two years ago, 
we had the feeling that Brock Roman was going to be the main event. Last year, we knew, you know, it was going to be Sasha, not Sasha, uh, Charlotte and uh, Rousey, but then they threw in Becky. This year, I have no idea what next year's main event's going to be. We have no clue. Not a clue. Not a clue. It's not, a total non reset. Like, they, 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 they didn't build this WrestleMania for next WrestleMania. It's just a complete starting over. But uh, but that's fine. Oh, it's great. Yeah, and I think that's fine. And then what happened after that is when I got scared. That's when you had Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Dead smack in the middle of the card. But it was right after you had a, a title switch. Mm-hmm. And you usually don't do two title switches in a row. Seven title switched hands. All but, all but two titles didn't change hands. Tag and... Smackdown Smackdown and the US US, everything else switched hands man it's good to to shake it up every now and then yeah it's good to shake it up but this Um, this was my main event that that video this was everybody's main event oh my god that video package they made Kofi Kingston look like god but also when he was like it was prophetic too because the contract signing he goes Daniel Bryan you played the story and I know why you're scared because you know what happens next. That was the moment. And then, and that's when it cut off. And I was like, oh, here we go. You know, and then they had the, the, the New Day came out with the box and Kofi and then Daniel Bryan came out. And whoever wrote that line, give that, give that man or woman a raise. Oh, you know what happens next? Yeah. You know, um, and it was one of those moments. I'm never really tense for a match ever but for this match i was highly invested um emotionally in the match i was very tense watching this match because i i I knew what history could be made Mm -hmm. and the biggest question on everybody's mind was will they actually do it now that the opportunity is right in front of their face? And that match kept me and everybody else around me on the edge of their seat the entire time. I'm still surprised they pulled the trigger. To be honest. <clears throat> it was like, will he or won't he? <clears throat> and it got to the point where you saw the classic ending where Daniel Bryan was just kicking him in the head and just kicking him and kicking him and kicking him. And then he got up, you know. He kofied up. <laughs> he kofied up. Um and just kicking and like it was just it was it was a it was a master class in storytelling for everything that they had put together the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, they they played the crowd perfectly. The and new day mostly... outside with Luke with uh, Luke Harper Rowan. Rowan. They played it nuts. Uh, Biggie and Xavier on the outside. They were just excited. They were just they were fans like the rest of us. Yeah, and then what also scared me too because I was like, all right, the Iconics won, and that was a bit of a shock. It was I think it was a shock to them too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but then Kofi came out and he's wearing gold, and I'm like, no, like I know traditionally what gold means. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, especially in a championship match or wearing white and gold or some variation of that. And they all came out wearing gold. And in my mind, I was just like, no, this is just a swerve. 
Daniel Bryan's gonna beat him. We're doing this to fuck with all the marks, you know. And I, and and then he won. It was an so. It was a um, trouble in paradise. Yeah, one two three. And he won, and the place went ballistic. He erupted, and Becky Lynch was playing in the back, going fuck, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's here's the thing. Xavier Woods said it on on SmackDown. He's like, I was a fan. I watched him debut. And I was maybe think, fuck, I, I watched Kofi's debut on TV. He debuted on mm-hmm. WWE ECW. And he had a, a winning streak in ECW. I think Sheamus ended up beating him for the first time. Or someone stupid. Yeah. And I have been with Kofi since day one. I know I said he wasn't top-tier talent. Officially is top-tier mm-hmm. talent. Congratulations. Um, but According to your bullshit argument, but okay. I... Was a fan of Kofi's from the beginning, day one. I remember all the Money in the Bank ladder matches saying I want. I was cheering for Kofi every single one because I think he would be the perfect guy to win that briefcase and move him from mid mid card to main event. And every after, Royal Rumble spot, every Royal Rumble spot. But like when it came to after Orton, even when the New Day formed, I was just like, okay, Kofi is just you know he's still that guy. I never saw him as that main event guy, even up until a few months ago. I was like, there's not a chance. But there's something that this he pulled it off. He's been put on incredible matches. This run he's been on the past four months has been one of the greatest runs in wrestling I've probably ever seen. And I couldn't be happier for Kofi Kingston. And I was thinking this afternoon, the first black WWE champion, like full. Is there anyone else who could have it could have been other than Booker T? And I Mark thought Henry. for a while, and you you brought Mark Henry but on the before we start recording. Other than, I'm going to say for sure Booker T. Mark yes. Henry, I'm going to give you a maybe. But other than those two, I can't think of one person who's more deserving than Kofi Kingston to have this belt for the first black WWE champion. Not one. No. It's, uh, I mean, you can make the argument. <coughs> At a time in the 90s, you could have made an argument for Ahmed Johnson, but he screwed it up himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but after that, Mark Henry... And Booker T, um, the I will say I I got I got crazy emotional during the end during once once it actually hit what I was seeing. It was when his kids um, came in and his kid held up the belt. The kids, the new the, shirt, uh, the look on Xavier and Biggie's faces. Like you can you can, you can even see during that match, they have the. They were go- They were ready to run through a wall if need be. They were so into that match. It almost looked at the point where they forgot that they were wrestlers and they were just fans trying to make sure everybody stayed up yep. for that moment. You know, like, they were so, so invested, which kept our investment up, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you saw how much they wanted this. And I think, and I think that... They had doubt as well, because I've never. It was such a, 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 like it was such a gut. It was such an instinctive reaction when they won. Like it was one of those things that was, it was, it was not just pure. You have I didn't I haven't got to it yet on the replay. You have Byron Saxton choking up. Okay. Uh, uh, I, 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 I haven't got to, to watch all of it too. I got I have so much wrestling to watch. It's scary. Yeah. You have Byron Saxton choking up while he's trying to make the call. Um, apparently, there's a video of Booker T who said he, apparently Booker T broke down in tears. Um, 
there's a lot of people online of their reaction videos of Kofi mm-hmm. winning, of them breaking down tears. A lot of African Americans. Uh, as soon as it happened, Charles called me from a different section. He told me that's everything I needed. He go, you know, he told me I needed that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can go home happy. I don't need to see anything else. Mm-hmm. That was my main event. Honestly, yeah. after that, I didn't care about anything else until the actual main event. And I didn't really care about and that either, his, to be honest. But this, this was the my children, main event. And then, his, and then his children came in. Mm-hmm. His children came in. Um, they revealed the the the, the classic belt, mm-hmm. which I thought was which I thought was perfect. Classy. Yeah. It was just you're not holding up this stupid belt. You're holding up. Yeah, they were the like the belt. Yeah, they were like absolutely not. Will you wear that that you know that gimmick of a belt? We're gonna give you your your the true belt with your nameplate already on it, and we're gonna give it to you. And by the way, we have new shirts for you too. Mm-hmm. And two shade of Vince for making that call. And what made this, I think, really special, the fact that he is the first Black WWE champion was not part of the story at all. That is just no. something we know as fans and that made it that much more and powerful. that's something that that's something that made it WWE didn't have to promote it mm-hmm. it's something that's made its way around mm-hmm. the wrestling community because mm-hmm. they were like wait a minute you know was, is this, was, have this, we, have was we this the this match before? where Bully Ray said he actually watched as a fan yes yeah which crazy yeah Bully Ray said uh, in his podcast he said you know, I, I took my I took my wrestling critic hat off. I put my fan hat back on, and I watched this as a fan. And when it counted to one, two, three, all I had was a giant smile on my face. <laughs> Nate gave me a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was I was in my own world. Um, if you can see by the last tweet that I tweeted out, <laughs> I said wrestling actually made me cry real tears for once. Um, and it was just, like I said, the Twitter reaction videos of grown-ass African men crying. I mean, my friend Kaz, who was in the front row with Raleigh, was like, I was, he was brought to tears. You know, it's something that, um, it's gonna, it's gonna stand the test of time. As one of those, as one of those monumental WrestleMania matches that you're gonna show your, you're gonna show kids, like, this is wrestling. Like, Wrestling is pretty and and the fact that it wasn't a gimmick match, it was straight up one on one, and they wrestled. Like it wasn't like it wasn't you know any pure. It there was a little bit of interference, but it got kind of squashed early. Right. But those those guys wrestled, and Daniel Bryan put him over. Daniel Bryan made him look flawless. That yeah. it was it was top to bottom, bell to bell, perfect. And I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Bryan was the first person backstage to give him a hug. Yeah, probably. I mean, Daniel Bryan knows. He's like, dude, this is my story. I get to tell it from yeah. the other side. Yeah, which is which is crazy. Full circle. It's just, yeah, it's it's just funny it's, how wrestling finds ways to do this. Yeah, and, and it's... Like I said, the fact that you had celebrities that they brought on the pre-show saying, I'm here to watch Kofi Kingston. You know, it's it's interesting to see when you have Kofi Kingston make a surprise appearance on Raw, get the biggest pop mm-hmm. of anybody, including the Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. And then even after the show, when the show went dark, um, Seth Rollins 
put Kofi over. He said, this man is a pioneer. This man is a legend. This man is one of the reasons why I go to work each and every day. You know, he goes, this man is an inspiration. He's, he put he's Kofi a true, over. He's a true WWE loyalist. He was there through yeah. the good, there through the bad. He's a, he's a Grand Slam champion. And he's a he's a first, and he's the first ever African American Grand Slam champion. Yeah, and I've never heard one person ever. He's always towed the company line, and I've never heard anyone say anything bad about Kofi Kingston. Exactly, and he's also a person backstage. Like, yes, he does, he does follow orders, but he's not afraid to speak his mind in a respectful manner either. Mm-hmm. Like he makes his opinion known. Yeah. You know, so like all around, like I said, it's the perfect match. It's the perfect WrestleMania match. You have you have the organic story. You have the moments, you have the hated villain, you know, you have everything you want to be like, this one, it's one of the greatest, it's one of the greatest matches of all time. Yeah. Back in February. All things considered. I didn't think they could pull it off back in February, and I'm very happy to say right now that I could not have been more wrong. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, you could have ended Mania there, and everybody would have been, everybody would have been happy. Yeah, they might as well have, because what happened afterwards, other than Thugonomics, just isn't really worth talking about. We had we had the squash match. We had the ballot match. Which I think which was, was a shame because Ray hurt Ray hurt his ankle. If Ray was hurt, then don't even do, just cut the match. I mean, I get I, I get Samoa Joe needed to have his first ever uh, mania, mm-hmm. but that could have waited. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna give me a Samoa Joe match, you know, yeah. it was a squash. I mean, I I feel bad for Joe. Fifty five seconds. Yeah, I feel bad for Joe. You know, he's got um, to feel the crowd. He, yeah. So you had that. You had uh, Batista trips. Uh, let, let, let's actually talk about that a little bit because Batista fell getting into the ring, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, Batista. Batista. Really fucking, uh, the match really itself funny. was just it was clunky. It, it reminded me of a Saudi Arabia match. Yeah, it was just two old dudes being old. Yeah. With a good finish. With a, with a Ric Flair finish. Triple H's entrance was just very weird. Mad Max. Mad, Mad Max. Max is amazing. I was just like, because like we, 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 in the tailgate, me and Furs were talking. We was like, what's gonna be the what's gonna be the uh, the best entrance? We look at each other and go, dude, Triple H. Duh. Obviously, Triple H has the yeah. best entrance, which he did. Um, the big giant car. Mad Max. The pyro. It's just you wait for it and then you hear the. <laughs> the, the, the rev that's what you're waiting for and then the the, the green lasers come on and yeah. you know the mat the entrance was better than the fucking match uh, Batista's machine gun pyro was all I wanted in my life it was just what I it was just what I needed to pick me up again but yeah Batista yeah. Batista retired what's it congratulations to Batista he's gonna be a hall of famer he'll yep. headline a hall of fame class at some point yep down the road uh, and good for fucking him we, need a, we, his... need a, we also need a Wrestlemania DC he 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 retired on his terms. Yeah, I think WrestleMania DC would be dope. You have it in uh in the Redskins Stadium. Yep, which is a big ass stadium to fucking begin with. And DC is a great city. Yeah, DC is just expensive as fuck. It is, but it's so much fun. I love DC. But uh, imagine imagine the pomp and circumstance like America the Beautiful around DC. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump gets um, special guest ring announcer. Yeah no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah you had so you had uh Baron Corbin. Legitimately retiring, Kurt. I, I couldn't believe it actually happened. I was like, I, it was weird. It was weird. I mean, Kurt. Kurt's putting over younger people. 
what you're supposed to do on your way out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kurt did the right thing, but you think one of the greatest wrestlers in wrestling and WWE of all time. One of the greatest pure professional athletes. Of all time, and that's all time. how you end his career? I know. It's it's just it's such a sour taste because no one, including Kurt, wanted this. Yeah, it's just, it's what Vince wanted. And Vince is probably just like I, I there's nothing I can do. What else could have happened? I know. I mean, if in an ideal world, this would have been Jason Jordan's spot. Mm. I could have seen that. He, 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 we don't even know if he can wrestle. I know, yeah. Like I said, in an ideal world, you give us to, like, you know, son takes out father, there's your story. Yeah. You know, I also have a fantasy booking of making the Kofi match even that much more perfect. Let me hear it. You want to hear it now? Yeah. Okay, so all this interference is going around. Obviously, the new day get taken out. Rowan, you know, tries to, um, Rowan interferes. The ref is knocked down, obviously. Um, and so Rowan's like, come on, come on. You know, dude, and someone someone in a hoodie that you don't see takes out Rowan, gets into the ring, attacks Daniel Bryan with a go-to-sleep. CM Punk. Who is, in real life, Kofi Kingston's best, best friend. friend. That's how you bring back CM Punk, and that's how you have Kofi win. Yeah, but... That would have been... That would have been. Not, I mean, it takes it takes away from the moment. It takes away a lot. It, it takes away from the moment, but that's how you that that in my opinion, that's how you would have killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. You get the you get the unannounced return of CM Punk again. Place goes nuts. You get Kobe Kingston winning. Place goes even more nuts. Like I'm gonna get the big kibosh on that, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, it, it it was just one of those things. Like you know what, that would have been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That that also would have killed the show even more so. People would have been angry. They, people, CM Punk would have gotten booed, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, please, no. It, CM Punk would have gotten, would have gotten cheered like he was a freaking uh, saint. All right, so we got Demon Balor. We finally, we waited years for this, the Demon Balor WrestleMania entrance, and it did not disappoint. It was good. Yeah, it was exactly it was what we good. thought it would be. Yeah, it was perfectly fine. Um, just one of those matches that no one really cared about, except for the entrance. Yeah, that's what we wanted. I mean, we knew exactly what was going to happen, and it was the it was the co-main event. And the IC title change hands. Yeah, it was it was a good spot for it, honestly. I was arguing with Dave. He's like, "What would you do this before?" It's like you got to get the crowd up. Yeah, like, this is, same thing happened with SummerSlam. We got to get the crowd. We got to get the crowd back on our side. What do you do? Bring out the demon. Yep. You know, and then you had the the main event, which didn't go on until about midnight. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like ten of. I looked at my clock. I looked at my clock. I was like, "Fuck." Um, the match. I love a Joan Jet. Joan Jet, I think, did a great job. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Charlotte Flair coming in as Rick coming in in the classic Rick Flair coming into Shea Stadium entrance. Mm-hmm. Was... Becky Lynch, no pyro. This straight. No flair. No flair. Perfect. Yes, no flair. Just coming in, walking straight to the ring. Uh, she had the smoke, but that was that was a classic Becky Lynch yeah. entrance. They must have been nervous or something because their their match wasn't good. It wasn't. It was good. I feel that their match was rushed because I was looking at the time. I was looking at the weather report too. Rain was imminent. Yeah, it was like any second it's, now. 
it was drizzling. It would start to begin to do a light, a very, very light drizzle when as the, the main event was. Yeah. During the entrance, the main event was going on. I don't think it was the match was. I mean, there's there's nerves involved. You're main eventing WrestleMania for the first time. For the first time. But I think they were rushed. I think they had to go through. I think they had to rush through some stuff, which sucks for them. Um, I thought the finish was weird. Was it a botch? You believe in the botch? No, I do not. I don't either. I think it's, I believe... I think it's too easy to blame the botch. No, I don't, yeah, it's, I don't think it was a botch. I believe, I believe that was the finish in and of itself, but I just think it was a rushed finish. You didn't have time to build to that sneaky finish. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just the quick roll-up. The... No, it wasn't the roll-up. She was going for Piper's pit. Oh, right, and she counted it. She crucifixed her. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, fantastic counter that way also, because, and also I think this, I don't think they wanted any of them to tap out. No. Cause that, that's what I talked about last week. I'm like, who is going to tap? Who taps? Who taps here? Who looks, who looks, cause you're going to look horrible tapping in the middle yeah, of that. You, no one can tap. You can't tap. So that's, so I think that was the design finish, but I just think you did, I think you didn't have enough time to move towards it. Mm-hmm. I think... You know, at first I was like, why is Ronda – why protect Charlotte? But then again, I was just like, it's it's more closure for Becky. To Becky and Ronda. In the whole story to, to, to pin Ronda in that kind of sneaky yes. way because it also comes for it, – it, it vies for the rematch. But it also has Becky who – she's sick of her. She goes, I have Ronda right where I want her. I mm-hmm. have, I'm in Ronda's head. I know how to beat Ronda. I know how to beat Ronda. Mm-hmm. It was never about Charlotte. Because Charlotte was added, mm-hmm. Becky was always gunning for Ronda, so this makes sense. It also makes and sense. Yeah, you're right. She goes, "I know how to outsmart Ronda now. I'm in Ronda's head. This is how I beat her." Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, but but here's the thing: Becky never told us how she was going to beat her. Said she was going to. She beat just her. went. She just said, "I'm going to beat Ronda," and she upped and did it. Apparently, Ronda broke her hand. Did she? That's what I heard. I saw saw an article that she might have broke her hand during the main event. Who knows? I don't know where. Uh, but she's she's gone for a little bit. Looks like she's not coming back. AJ has also was injured. Yeah, I heard that. Like uh, AJ's ACL or something. AJ's meet and greet for AJ's VIP meet and greet um, did not happen the day after WrestleMania. But you know who they replaced him with? You told me, but I don't remember. Kofi Kingston. Oh, you didn't tell me. That's amazing. They replaced him with Kofi. Kofi brought the belt and everything. Kofi did all the media runs with Becky Lynch, and then came to Access. Nice. And did the and did the superstar meet and greets, which is good. The Iconics also did the uh, did their autograph session with the belts uh, the Monday after Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raw after Mania was fantastic. Well, let's let's crown WrestleMania first, and we'll get into it. This. This is tough. Wow. This is honestly really tough. Um, I'm going to go 10. I think it's super seated takeover. I think the moments, and that's what you watch WrestleMania for, is the moments. I think the moments there, super the historical moments that were made during this mania, supersede everything else that happened on WrestleMania weekend, and that's what you want. You want your biggest show of the weekend to be the most memorable show, and I think WrestleMania 
was more memorable than TakeOver, more memorable than the G1, and that's the way it's, it is supposed to be designed. WrestleMania gets a 10. I'm going to give it a 9.5. Um, that's something because, so, because the show... It's the, it, the My only problem was uh, our seats. You know, we were blocked by the big, the big <laughs> pole. Um, that's Nate. That's not your fault. I'm not mad at you. I'm not blaming you. That's what happens also when you're in an open air stadium too. Oh yeah, you're in an open air stadium. That that got under my skin. But the experience of being there, you know, I saw enough. I saw the. I saw what I wanted to see, and yeah. I was going back and forth between the screens and the ring. So it wasn't like I like there was people in my section that's literally turned to the right watching the whole thing on the big screen. I was like, you guys are retarded. Um, I was watching as much in the ring as I could. Everything was amazing. WrestleMania was so much fun. It was more about the experience and the energy of the crowd than it was actually seeing the actual matches. But, you know, if we were three sections over, <laughs> it, would, it would have been a perfect 10. But, Nate, next time I'll buy the tickets. Um, incredible. I, I loved I loved the show, top to bottom. We didn't get to talk about Roman Reigns, um, but, you know, him and Drew beat, beat the shit out of each other. The crowd was a little disrespectful, I think. Um, yeah. But... I think I saw beach balls, but it, it, the, the booze are going to start coming for Roman. Don't be surprised. Yeah, it's going to change it up quick. Um, We didn't talk about Elias. Fuck, we didn't talk about Elias. John Cena, boy. The doctor, I mean, everybody knew John Cena was going to make a WrestleMania appearance in some way, shape, or form. There's mm-hmm. no way. As soon as um, as soon as the Babu thing played, I was like, "Oh, it's John Cena." I had no idea it was me. Thugonomics. Nate freaked the fuck out for Thugonomics. <laughs> he went wild. He was doing the the this thing with the hands. Like he was like, "I haven't yeah. seen Thugonomics since I was like nine. This is crazy." <laughs> like, like like he was more happy than I think most of the fans were. It, was, it made me happy to see him happy. Um, so that was great. It was great. I loved it. It was, you know, I I don't think this makes Elias look bad either. No, he's getting all the legend spots. Yeah, not a bad spot to have. Yeah. Um, what also makes the FU? Great... I love the FU. Oh yeah, there's no AA. It's just an FU. I got to, I got to see my first FU. I loved it. And he got and he talked about it. he's like, oh, I'm gonna turn the heel now. I was like, oh, what a shot at the marks. What a shot at the marks. <laughs> Uh, what I think also made this mania great is that we got to see a bunch of people's first manias. Yeah, we did get to see this a lot of people's very first manias, which is something special. Charles, I've been there. Charles's first mania, yeah. Kate Murphy's Nate. first mania, Nate's first mania. I want to say Wade's. Yeah, maybe. Wade's first mania. So like, it's it's one thing to go to your own first mania because you never forget it, but it's another thing to witness somebody else go through their first mania and feel the feelings that you felt. At that time, and I thought that was pretty special. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those moments. You gotta look back and go, damn! Like we have this amazing community, this growing community, and yeah. it's something we, like me and you, have both, and Dave, have worked so hard for. And it's moments like those, weeks like these, that just make it the craziest, most. It's just the craziest, humbling feeling in the world. Like. This is something we're gonna do every single year until yeah. we're old. Even like when we have kids, we're like, "Sorry, hon, gotta go see the fam. I, I gotta go <laughs> exactly. see my second family." <laughs> you know, it, it, it's crazy because like we are. If you think about it in the grand scheme of things, we are a group of collectively, we're a group of strangers. Yeah, we are. 
that have one thing and one thing generally in common. We love wrestling. Mm-hmm. I let a stranger stay in my apartment for five days. Didn't even tell me roommates. <laughs> they had no idea until he got here. <laughs> and then, and and it works out. I, like I said, I we have a had a family that I met two years ago who enjoyed myself and Dave so much that they started to follow us. Um, and when they found out we were going to go to WrestleMania in New York, they told us they had tickets. When they found out we were doing a tailgate, they said, where is your tailgate? We're going to come and be with you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to these people on a regular basis. They were just there. They were there. Great people, and they were too. Awesome. Very they're sweet, amazing. amazing people. Shout out to that family. Yes, the Vazes. Uh, John and Michelle and their son, little Johnny, uh, who's an awesome kid yep. with his little IC belt. Yep. Um, and uh, what is it? Bash two Diet Cokes together during 316 time. <laughs> 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 what amazing, not only did they bring stuff, not only did they come to the tailgate, they brought their own tent to add to the tailgate. Mm-hmm. They brought food. They brought beer. To the t- <laughs> they brought beer to the tailgate. Like, they were Such ready to go. Am- they're ready to go. I mean, you're he. They live like in the town next, right over from you. Yeah, they they grew up in Rockland, <laughs> Rockland, Massachusetts, which is funny. Uh, my, one of my podcasts, I was Kevin Kevin Scampoli, uh, inspirations, TWFS, whole fucking show. He grew up in Rockland. Yeah, he's actually the father's actually originally from uh, from New York. It's just, it's a from small it's a small world. It's crazy. Dude. And there's people who weren't even. There's a lot of our community that did not even show up to the tailgate that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I, I love tailgating for wrestling. Yeah, it's I, wild. I, it, the experience is great. The experience, it's, it's bar none the best tailgating experience I've ever, I'll ever have. All right, let's talk about Raw. <laughs> Holy shit, what a great time. That gong hit. He's no, not before the gong. Elias said, "Dead man." And I was in my kitchen, just like, "Fuck, I should have went. Should have went. I fucked up." Because I was waiting all. Okay, I was waiting for three things at WrestleMania. I was waiting for the glass shatter. When 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 Carmella said, "Break," I thought. Oh, was, and bliss. You mean bliss. 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 bliss said, "Break." I thought she was gonna be the glass break. That place would have gone ballistic. I was ready for it. I was so ready for it. I wanted The Rock. I knew he wasn't going to be there, but I still wanted The Rock, and I wanted Undertaker. You got none. That's fine. I didn't. I mean, I didn't. It was you know, it was it was, uh, it was high hopes. Um, but Undertaker on Raw, people were like, "Why this conf- a confusing, weird spot?" I'm like, dude, it's WrestleMania. He's got to show up somewhere. I yeah. thought it was a good. I thought it was a fine spot for him. I had no issue with it. You know, he looks terrifying. Still, it's like he has Kofi's chest. Well, yeah, now it's just kind of weird. Um, it was it was awesome. I mean, you have a lie because you don't you didn't see it coming. No, because Elijah was obviously out there to respond to John Cena and him screwing up his moment. And then he was like, "The next person who interrupts me is a dead man." And you're like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> you know, I've been a click. It like clicked in everybody's head simultaneously. Yep. And then the gong hit, and the place went ballistic. Austin gets the loudest pop. Taker gets the longest pop. Yeah. Because as soon as you hear that gong and the lights go out, everybody's phones go up. Yep. And Kate Murphy sent me a video of her crying. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got it too. It was her first Taker moment. Yeah. 
you know, it's just just like WrestleMania for you last year was your first second moment, and we were all on the podcast last year. Be like, I don't want to fucking see Taker. She was like, Gonk, and oh my god. Yep, that's just how it works. There he is. That's, there he is. I see him with my own two eyes. Yeah. Like, I, I go to Nate. I'm like. Uh, me and the show is dying down. We were talking about Hulk Hogan, and like he was like, "Well, I guess it was cool seeing Hogan, you know, against the whole thing, you know." I'm like, "Dude, it's Hulk Hogan." He's like, "I know, but yeah. it's Hulk Hogan." Yeah, but Hogan. it's Hulk Hogan. Hulk I saw Hogan. him with my eyes. He's there. He's right there, this big. But I saw him. <laughs> it's Hulk I Hogan. Just, I just remember when Doc Haas was talking about how he had his Hulkamania shirt under his <laughs> other shirt. I hope he tore it. He tore it, he tore it in half. Yes. Wrestling. <laughs> I saw him afterwards at the parking lot. He was like, yo, it's gone. It's shredded. He, he hulked out on his Hulkamania shirt. <laughs> Fucking love Doc Haas. He's the man. Doc Haas is out. But Raw was crazy. You had the Undertaker show up. You had Kofi. Kofi unexpectedly. Seth. And you know what? I love that feud that they're teasing. I love you. you. Know why? Because it's natural. Yeah. Because Seth said it perfectly in his backstage promo. He's like, "All respect to Kofi, but if you just, but if you think, but if you come on my show, he's like, I respect Kofi for coming on my show and challenging me in my face to a match. But if you come on my show and want to challenge me, you better, you know, you better be prepared for what might happen to you. And that's your feud. Yep. That's your feud. It's two champions. <clears throat> um, excuse me, trying to trying to battle and figure out who's the best. I would How love to see you guys when the bar came out. Why do you think we sabotaged the rest of the show? <laughs> I, I was just like, eh, I kind of turned it off around there. But uh, the crowd was great, a lot better than last year's at Wrestle at New Orleans. This crowd was ready to go. Um, yeah. Lars Sullivan was a surprise. Yeah, the he headbutt. Came out I don't like the headbutt. It's scary. I see, I see the headbutt, I think, of Benoit. Yeah. Lars Sullivan came out. The Kobe thing was a huge surprise. Um, Becky got a, Becky cut a promo, which is great. Yep, Lacey Evans. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the some women's Lacey right. Evans. The women's right. I mean, there have been, kind of, like, why is she walking? Why is she walking? Why is she walking? She's waiting. Now you know. She's biding her time. Biding her time. And now I you think know. This, this is... This is a fine spot for her to be in because you know why? Because it's a reset and everybody gets a, it's a it's a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Well, that now and obviously Becky's not going to lose in her first title defense, so give her something new. And why not Lacey Evans? We know Have she's not going to win, but just yeah, it's it's a it's like when Austin won the title, he went up against Dude Love. Yeah, you know he's not going to win, but why not? Have work, work younger talent in there. Yeah, get them ready for a main event level. Lacey Evans is going to be a main event player in like two to three years from now. Get her ready now. Yeah, she has the. That's why she's in the position. That's why she's in the position that she's at right now. Because they're going to position her to help run the division years down the road. Someone sees something in her, and I see something in her. I think she's she is ridiculously talented. I've seen her NXT matches. There's a lot of people in her. She's a she's a pure athlete. She's a former Marine. She has she has all the tools to be a star. She's got the character. That's and the most, she that's has the, most the character. Important thing. She has that character down. Exactly. hundred percent. She lives that gimmick. Exactly. Her Instagram's fire too, by the way. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, she lives that gimmick, and that's perfect. I saw girls walking around in Lacey Evans style dresses on Access. Nice. Like it's working. Yeah, it's working. It's exposure. Exactly, and that's all you need. Yeah. Anything else from what you want to talk about? Before we wrap up. Um. Well, in SmackDown too, we have the Iconics. Um. Have our little celebration <laughs> the, against the, Jobbers. The team Bellies, whatever. The Brooklyn Bellies or whatever. Bells. Brooklyn Bells. I don't know why I said Brooklyn that. Bells. I read Bellies. Yeah, Brooklyn Bells. Uh, Paige is teasing a new uh, tag team coming up. I think it's EO and Sky Kyrie. Pirates. Yeah, you got a year. Um, you got a year to build Kyrie for that fucking pirate ship next year. <laughs> what a better time Super, to bring him up. Yeah, Superstar Shakeup is happening next week, which is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, which who, we should probably do a Patreon. We should do a Patreon exclusive show about who we want on each roster. Draft, draft them. Draft him, maybe, yeah. It's going to be a while, but we I could. Think, we I could. think Kevin Owens is switching. I think Drew's switching. I think Braun's switching. Well, because Drew and Braun... Well, Braun showed up at the challenge to Mojo. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, different, but I like it. Orton switching. Like, AJ switching. I like Drew McIntyre on SmackDown. Miz usually switches, so Miz is switching. <laughs> Miz might not switch. Here's why. Um, this shakeup should set up the rosters for when SmackDown goes to Fox. Yeah, true. So this is going to be... need Miz on there. He's the most must-see guy ever. Yeah. <laughs> Kofi Kofi, and Seth might switch. No, you can't have the red belt on Blue Show. Touche. Touche. Um, but the, the shakeup is going to be an interesting time because this is going to be a huge setup for everything down the road. Joe and, ba- Joe and Bala might switch. Maybe. I think that's a good idea. Which is pretty. I mean, the the cool thing about it is you. This is the cool thing about media and that shakeup that happens right after. You don't know what the fuck is going on. The, even the even the superstars are left in the dark up until the last minute. Yeah, that's true. That is true. We also have, of course, the return of Sami Zayn. Oh fuck! That is something you gotta talk about. That was surprising. Brilliant, Br- surprising, but brilliant heel work. Oh, he's just speaking the truth. Brilliant heel work. <laughs> Um, Kevin Owens using the stunner a lot more. Orton, that RKO out of nowhere was amazing. I like heel Sammy because he, he lost that. I mean, it was awesome. And he was like, Sammy was like, I noticed somebody in the back of it. Balor came out. We haven't seen Sammy and Balor in a ring ever. Mm-hmm. For the IC title, Sammy lost when he cut a promo, which made it sound like he was retiring. <laughs> you guys really missed me, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was so good. Oh my god! I Danielle, the queen, actually wanted to kill me because I texted her about. I sent her the video of Dean's last entrance. By the way, Dean, last time you're gonna see him on TV. What? What? That was weird. Last time you're gonna see him on TV. What happened when Rob went off the air? Um, hold on, I want to tell you how how I pissed off Danny first. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so I sent her the video of Dean's last entrance. Then I told her about like what happened about how um. How Bobby Lashley said he's gonna take care of her day mm. when he was gone and all this stuff. It's like, oh, it's like, well, I'm out right now. I'll watch it later. No more spoilers. I was like, okay, that's fine. I just really hope you like ska music. Ooh. <laughs> <And> she, <laughs> oh, she, you're an asshole. She's like, <laughs> it's such an asshole. She's like, I said no spoilers. I was like, what? <laughs> Real big fish, man. Mustard plug. <laughs> the mighty mighty Boston's. 
classic. <laughs> Sami Zayn. So yeah. So what happened was, uh, after Raw went off the air, Seth put over Kofi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he called out Roman. Then he called out Dean. Dean gave his final speech. And you forget, where was the Shield's first match? TLC. Where was TLC held at? Was it in Brooklyn? In a brand new Barclays Center was the Shield's first match as a, as a unit. Wow. So that's that's hollowed ground for the Shield. The Shield was solidified in Brooklyn. Wow. You know, it's, yeah. So to have him go out for his final time in Brooklyn was a big thing for them, and he 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 cut it. He cut a really nice babyface promo. Full circle, man. Mm-hmm. How it all came from? They formed here, and they're gonna leave there. You know, they're gonna split from there too. They gave a shield fist bump for the final time. In the ramp and on the stage, uh, Dean Ambrose went slapping fives with a bunch of people. Uh, he went to the announce table and threw a chair for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I have it all on video. It is going to be a Patreon exclusive. I am going to upload it to our Patreon. Nice, one dollar. Um, so, so they can see the uh, they can see everything. I got I got from his entrance to his speech till the end. So nice. Um. So yeah, it was good. So speaking of, that's another part of his weekend. It's the last time you saw Dean Ambrose. For now. I don't know. I heard he got a fat check for AEW potentially. For now. For now. Yeah. All right, Ricky. So, any anything else before we wrap up? I uh, you mean wrestling related? Well, we're gonna get to that as well. But yes, wrestling related. Um, I've never been more proud of myself to spend as much money as I did because it was all worth it. Everything I did this weekend was worth it. The struggling, the I could barely walk after walking around New York City. For five days straight and trains and the lack of sleep that I got. Um, but it was all worth it to see all these wrestling fans uh, the from the midnight shows on AIW. So then PB Smooth is seeing half of three quarters of the Valkyrie. Uh, Nikki, Christina, and, and Kate. And obviously Danielle was not around, unfortunately. But I was even in communication with her, which is, uh, which is also always a cool thing. Um, to seeing all the Rand crew, all the new friends that we met, fourth wall guys, uh, the people I sat at shows with were amazing um, and a great time. The The food was phenomenal. The food was so, pretty yummy. You know, I, I never felt like I was too far away from anything for, for a home mania and being in New York. Everything was really accessible. All the wrestlers were amazing, amazing talent, amazing, amazing people to sit down and talk and chill with. Um, and like I said earlier, we, we a lot of people say, don't meet your heroes, but in wrestling, meet your heroes. Because they're, they're, they're just like, yeah, because <laughs> they're for the most part, they're just like you and they're cool. And they here's the thing. Wrestling, wrestling superstars want to talk to you mm-hmm. is what I've learned. Mm-hmm. They want to talk. Of course. They connect yeah. with their fans. All right, Ricky, let's address the big elephants in the room. Uh, yes, I don't have a voice. Yes, you don't have a voice. That's <laughs> right. Am I still recording here? Where is it? I'm not getting any levels. I'm still recording. Oh, there they are. Okay. Um, and that is, where is Dave? Dave, uh, patrons, was not on the first show, which the uh, exclusive 
um, Dave was not on the show today. And before I say any more, this is not a work. I repeat again, this is not a work. We are not working with fans again. We're not going to do that two ice in a row. That's stupid. No, yeah. We, this is not a work. This is not... I mean, unfortunately, this comes right after work, which is kind of just ill-timing, but it is... Um, it is something that uh, we, we felt kind of needed to be done at this time. A little bit of a long, not a long time coming, but uh, Dave, as you all know, had substance abuse issues. Um, we all very proud of Dave for beating his cocaine addiction, but he refuses to believe that he has a drinking problem. Um, he does not think he's an alcoholic, and there is a fair amount of people who would disagree. And Saturday night... During G1, he was not sitting with me and Ricky. He went on his own. He bought his own tickets. And halfway through the show, we got a message in our Patreon chat that he was pissed off. These people in front of him, they were spilling his beers. And at the end of the night, me and Ricky go home. And in our Patreon chat, we get a message that says help from Dave. And Dave apparently fell, hit his elbow. And the EMTs had to take him in. He was refusing medical attention. Um, and that this, the whole situation was just not, it should never have happened. Um, in our Patreons, we, you know, we apologize if you are concerned, we apologize. Um, and Dave apologizes too, um, for the whole situation, but that's just not something we want. And we tried talking to Dave, like, listen, you've got to, we want what's best for Dave. And yes. we just couldn't find common ground. We couldn't see eye to eye. He refuses to believe that he has a drinking problem. So we told Dave he needs to take a step back. You know, Dave is graduating in May. He is going to graduate. There's not a shadow of a doubt in my mind. But, you know, behind closed doors, a lot of things are happening between me, Dave, and Ricky. And we think the podcast is a distraction. We think wrestling is a distraction. And we want Dave to take a good, long look in the mirror and really just see who he is that past year, Jimmy. We want him to see who he is today. And the last thing we want is for him to fall back down that path again. And we believe drinking is not a good place to start. I, I, I totally agree. Um, it is it is one thing to, um, to have a, a problem with substances. And, and when we say substances... I'm going to speak from more of a um, more of a professional standpoint because a lot of you know this is a shoot right now. Um, I, I do work with the mentally ill. And some a lot of people with the mentally ill also deal with substances. So me dealing with people who have substance abuse issues is not anything new to me or to what I've been practicing for the last five six years. Uh, and substances does include narcotics, but substances also do include alcohol as well. That's not something that's you know, kind of exclusive. And a lot of the time when people who are dealing with addictions, um, and I'm speaking, you know, in a very generalized statement here, uh, one thing leads to another. You know, it's not always just one substance. Um, it could be multiple substances. And sometimes if you feel like you have one under control, doesn't necessarily mean that you have the others under control as well. And one, if you don't have all of them under control, one's gonna lead to another. And I do also say this, in the, in the stages of recovery, whether people agree with it or not, relapse happens. It's a part of a stage that you kind of have to expect. And is Dave going through a setback? I'm not sure. 
to to be honest with you. I'm not sure either, um, but I do not want to be a part of a. I'm not going to sit back and watch it become a setback. Correct. You we know? didn't want. Yeah, we didn't want this. We didn't want him to fall back to where he was because if you listen back from two or so years ago, you'll hear a completely different Dave. A hundred percent. In the past year, the shows have been terrific. You know, Sober Dave for that past that year was the great is the greatest Dave I have ever known. I've known Dave a long time. Yeah. Um, and if you even listen back to this since since January, since he started drinking again, we've been arguing a lot on this show. And sometimes arguments are great. I say arguments are great radio, but not every single week. It's just a lot of drama. And, you know, when Dave gets arguments, he doesn't always listen to the points and he gets very flustered and angry. So Dave is one of my best friends. So you say you can count your fence on your five fingers on your hands. It's unfortunately yeah. Dave's middle finger. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so, like I said, this is nothing, this is not meant to punish Dave, but we want him to take some time. We all need time off sometimes from everything to kind of see where you're at and see where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're, that's what we're offering Dave. We're not kicking Dave off the show. At this moment, Dave is on a leave of absence indefinitely. We have a timetable for when um, we will all sit down and kind of reevaluate where we're all at. But until further notice, um, it'll be myself, King Ricky Rose, and Will Tarashock, Willie T, um, on Kings of the Rings podcast. We do plan on having some more special guest hosts. Mm-hmm. If you want to be on the uh, show, if you're a Patreon, if you're yeah. a first listener, if you if if reach out to us. They're like when, when that works, someone reach out to us. We, Ricky and Dave, had no idea who you were, but you tweeted us and said you got us. You are more than welcome to come on the show. We are gonna definitely. The show must go on. There's anything that work told us. Yes. it's that nobody is bigger than the brand. Whether you're a fan, you are whether you're a host, or whether you're the founder, the Absolutely. show will always go on. Um, and that's what we're gonna do. And yeah, we wish Dave the best of luck in all of a sudden, and hopefully he comes back. Uh, like I said, and I'll be real with you, we hope he comes back. Mm-hmm. Is this we, what, we what happened over this weekend? The man refused medical attention for three days. Yeah. Like, it, it, everything that happened to our fans and to us and to our fellow um, podcasters is just completely unacceptable. And that does fall apart on me and Ricky as well. And again, everyone, we, we do apologize for that. I mean, when we, when we mean be the brand, it is, you know, representing the brand. It's like, um, well, you'll know this. It's that it's that um, that speech that goes around in every uh, Greek thing. Every every day, I wear my letters. You're always wearing letters. I'm an alumni. I still wear letters. You know, you're you're always wearing letters. You're always your brand. You know, Dave was Dave was nice enough to give us, you know, the, these these very nice Kings of the Rings hats. That's a brand that we are, we are exposing. That is the brand that we are exposing ourselves. And then, so when one of us looks bad or one of us is in turmoil or is, you know, potentially being belligerent and oppositional in public, it looks bad on the brand as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to have, it's one thing to have our quarrels in house, 
which we do. Of course. We have disagreements all the time. All the time. And that, yeah. And that, that that's part of the process of making a show. You know, but when it when it becomes outside of your own locus of control, when it becomes not just a Kings of the Rings, a Will, Ricky, and Davis, when it becomes a podcast network issue, when it becomes a Patreon issue, that's something that we cannot tolerate for long, mm-hmm. if at all. Mm-hmm. And it's it's, and it's, kind of it's been it's been four months and. You know, Dave, I hope you listen to this. I hope you're listening to this. Just know that we love you, and we we got yeah. your back. And just hear us out, and we want you to come back. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kings of the Rings podcast, the WrestleMania hangover. Oh, shit. That third chair <laughs> is open for now. Claim your spot. Come on the show. Be a part of this process. Sign Join this great wrestling community we love all of you in this past week at wrestlemania is just nothing more of proof than that i think we can skip all the plugs you all know them by now i'm will tarashuk ricky final words my name is king ricky rose wrestling brings people together wrestling makes you feel something and i accomplished both of those things this weekend thank you everybody that was a part of it um and it's time to get ready for tampa next year Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. Again, guys, this isn't a work, I promise. Because we're the kings of the rings. And you know it. We'll see you next week. Fuck you, Slack, though. That still remains the same. That's still a thing. It's true. Yeah. Love you, Slack.